Hello, this is Sophie Warren, and welcome back to the SMW Podcast, Bible Reading for All Ages. Today, we're going to read chapters 30 to 33. Let's begin. Chapter 30. When Rachel saw that she was not bearing Jacob any children, she became jealous of her sister. So she said to Jacob, Give me children, or I'll die. Jacob became angry with her and said, I am in the place of God. Who has kept you from having children? Then she said, Here is Bilhah, my servant. Sleep with her so that she can bear children for me, and I too can build a family through her. So she gave him her servant Bilhah as a wife. Jacob slept with her, and she became pregnant and bore him a son. Then Rachel said, God has vindicted me. He has listened to my plea and given me a son. Because of this, she named him Dan. Rachel's servant, Bilhah, conceived again and bore Jacob a second one. Then Rachel said, I have had a great struggle with my sister, and I have won. So she named him Naphtali. When Leah said that she she would stop having children, she took her servant Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Leah's servant, Zilpah, bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, What good fortune! So she named him Gad. Leah's servant, Zilpah, bore Jacob a second son. Then Leah said, How happy I am! The woman will call me happy. So she named him Asher. During wheat harvest, Reuben went out into the fields and found some mandrake plants, which he bought to his mother, Leah. Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Wasn't it enough that you took away my husband? Will you take my son's mandrakes too? Very well, Rachel said. He can sleep with you tonight in return for your son's mandrakes. So when Jacob came in from the fields that evening, Leah went out to meet him. You must sleep with me, she said. I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he slept with her that night. God listened to Leah, and so she became pregnant and bore Jacob a fifth son. Then Leah said, God has rewarded me for giving my servant to my husband. So she named him Issachar. Leah conceived again and bore Jacob a sixth son. Then Leah said, God has presented me with a precious gift. This time, my husband will treat me with honor because he or I have borne him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. Sometime later, she gave birth to a daughter and named her Dana. Then God remembered Rachel. He listened to her and enabled her to conceive. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son and said, God has taken away my disgrace. She named him Joseph and said, May the Lord add to me another son. Jacob's flocks increase. After Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me on my way so I can go back to my own homeland. Give me my wives and children, for whom I have served you, and I will be on my way. You know how much work I've done for you. But Laban said to him, If I have found favor in your eyes, please stay. I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you.
He added, Name your wages, and I will pay them. Jacob said to him, You know how I have worked for you, and how your livestock has fared under my care. The little you had before I came has increased greatly, and the Lord has blessed you whenever I have been. But now, when may I do something for my own household? What shall I give you? he asked. Don't give me anything, Jacob replied. But if you will do this and one thing for me, I will go tending your flocks and watching over them. Let me go through all your flocks today and remove them from every speckled or spotted sheep, every dark-colored lamb, and every spotted or speckled goat. They will be my wages, and my honesty will testify me in the future. Whenever you check out on the wages you have paid me, any goat in my possession that is not speckled or spotted, or any lamb that is not dark-colored, will be considered stolen. Agreed, said Laban. Let it be as you have said. The same day he removed all the male goats that were streaked or spotted, and all the speckled or spotted female goats, all that had white on them, and all the dark-colored lambs, and he placed them in the care of his sons. Then he put a three-day journey between himself and Jacob, while Jacob continued to tend the rest of Laban's flocks. Jacob, however, took fresh-cut branches from poplar, almonds, and plain trees that made white strips on them by peeling the bark and exposing the white inner wood of the branches. Then he placed the peeled branches in all of the watering rooms so that they would be directly in front of the flocks when they came to drink. When the flocks were in the heat and came to drink, they made it in front of the branches, and they bore young that were streaked or speckled or spotted. Jacob set apart the young of the flock by themselves, but made the rest face and streaked and dark-colored animals that belonged to the Lalange. Thus, he made separate flocks for himself. He did not put them with the bonds animals. Whenever the stronger females were in heat, Jacob would place the branches in the troughs in front of the animals so that they would mate near the branches. But if the animals were weak, he could not place them there. So the weak animals went to Laban and the strong ones to Jacob. In this way, the man grew exceedingly preposterous and came to own large flocks and female and male servants and camels and donkeys. Chapter 31 Jacob Flees from Laban Jacob heard that Laban's son were saying, Jacob has taken everything our father owned and has gained all his wealth from what belonged to our father. And Jacob noticed that Laban's attitude toward him was not what it had been. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your fathers and your relatives, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent word to Rachel and Leah to come out of the fields where his flocks were. He said to them, I see that your father's attitude toward me is not what it has before. But the God of my father has been with me. You know that I work for your father with all my strength. Yet your father has cheated on me, be of changing my wages ten times. However, 
God has not allowed him to harm me, if he said. Speckled ones will be your wages. Then all the flocks gave birth to speckled young, if, and he said. The streaked ones will be your wages. Then all the flocks bore streaked young. So God has taken away your father's livestock and has given them to me. In breeding season, I once had a dream when I looked up and saw that the male goats mating with the flock were streaked, speckled, and or spotted. The angel of God came to me in a dream. Jacob, I answered, here I am. And he said, look up and see that all the male goats mating with their flock are streaked, speckled, or spotted. For I have seen all that Laban has done for you. I am, I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed at Pilar, and where you made a vow to me. Now leave this land at once, and go back to your native land. Then Rachel and Leah replied, Do we still have our share in the inheritance of our father's estate? Does he not regard us for any foreigners? Not only has he sold us, but he has used up what has paid for us. Surely all the wealth that God took away from our father belongs to us and the children. So what? So do whatever God has told you. Then Jacob put his children and the wives of the camels, and he drove all his livestock ahead of him, along with the goods he had accumulated and put on around him, to go to his father Isaac in the land of Canaan. When Laban had gone to shear his sheep, Rachel stole her father's household gods. Moreover, Jacob deceived Laban and Araman by not telling them he was running away. So he fled with all he had, crossed his, the Euphrates River, and headed for the Bill country of Gilead. Laban pursues Jacob. On the third day, Laban was told that Jacob was fled talking his relatives with him he pursued Jacob for seven days and caught up with him in the hill country of Gilead then God came to Laban in Aramean in a dream at night and said to him be careful not to say anything to Jacob either good or bad Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country of Gilead when Lib Laban overtook him and Laban and his relatives camped there too. Then Laban said to Jacob, What have you done? You deceived me, and you carried off my daughters like captives in war. Why did you run off secretly and deceive me? Why didn't you tell me, so I could send you away with joy and singing to the music of timbrels and harps? You didn't even let me kiss my grandchildren and my daughters goodbye. You have done a foolish thing. I have the power to harm you. But last night the God of your father said to me, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Now you have gone off because you long to return to your father's household. Well, why did you steal my gods? Jacob answered Laban, I was afraid because I thought you would take your daughters away from me by force. But if you find anyone who has your gods, that person shall not live. In the presence of our relatives, see for yourself whether there is anything of yours here with me. And if so, take it. Now Jacob and did not know what Rachel had stolen with the gods. So Laban went into Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent, 
and into the tent of the two female servants, but he found nothing. After he came out of Leah's tent, he entered Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the household gods and put them inside the camel's saddle and was sitting on them. Laban searched through anything in the tent, but found nothing. Rachel said to her father, Don't be angry, my lord, that I cannot stand up for your presence. I'm having my period. So he searched but could not find the household gods. Jacob was angry and took Laban to task. What is my crime? He asked Laban. How have I wronged you that I hunt me down? Now that you have searched through all my goods, what is have you found that belongs to your household? Put it here in front of your relatives and mine, and let them judge between the two of us. I have been with you for twenty years now. Your sheep and goats have not miscarried, nor have eaten rams from your flocks. I did not bring you animals torn by wild beasts. I bore the loss myself, and you demanded payment from me for whatever was stolen by day or night. This was my situation, for the heat consumed me in the daytime and was cold at night, and sleep fled from my eyes. It was like this for twenty years. I was in your household. I worked for your four daughters. and. Fourteen years, and six years for your flocks, and you changed my wages ten times. If, if the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac, had not been with me, you would surely have sent me away empty-handed. But God has seen my hardship and the toil on my hands, and last night He rebuked you. Laban answered Jacob, "The women are my daughters." The children are my children, and the flocks are my flocks. All you see is mine. Yet what you can do today about these daughters of mine, or about the children they have born? Come now, let's make a covenant, you and I, and let it serve as a witness between us. So Jacob took a stone and set it as a pillar. He said to his relatives, Gather some stones. So they took stones and piled them in the heap. And they ate there by the heat. Laban called it Jagar Sadutha, and Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me today. That is why it is called Galid. It was also called Mizpah, because he said, May the Lord keep watch between you and me when we are away from each other. If you mistreat my daughters, or if you take any wives besides my daughters, even though no one is with us, remember that God is a witness because of you and me. Laban also said to Jacob, Here is this heap, and here is this pillar I have set up between you and me. This heap is a witness, and this pillar is a witness that I will not go past this heap from your side to harm you, and that you will not go past this heap on pillar to harm me. May the God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. So Jacob took an oath in the name of the fear of his father Isaac. He offered a sacrifice there in the hill country and invited his relatives to a meal. After they had eaten, they spent the night there. Early in the morning, Laban kissed his grandchildren 
and his daughters and blessed them. Then he left and returned home. Chapter 32 Jacob prepares to meet Esau. Jacob also went on his way, and the angels that God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, This is the camp of God. So he named that place Mahaniam. Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. He instructed them, This is what you are to say to my lord Esau. Your servant Jacob says, I have been staying with Laban and have remained till there now. I have the cattle and donkeys, sheep and goats, male and female servants. Now I am sending this message to my lord that I may find favor in your eyes. When the messengers returned to Jacob, they said, We went to your brother Esau, and now he is coming to meet you. For four hundred men are with him. In great fear and distress, Jacob divided the people who were with him into two groups, and the flocks and herds and camels as well. He thought, If Esau comes and attacks one group, the group that is left may escape. Then Jacob prayed, O oh God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, Lord, you who said to me, Go back to your country and your relatives, and I will make you prosper. I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown to your servant. I have only my staff when I crossed this Jordan, but now I have become two camps. Save me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I am afraid he will come and attack me, and also the mothers with their children. But you have said, I will surely make you prosper, and I will make your descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. He spent the night there, and from which he had with him a selected a gift for his brother Esau, two hundred female goats and two hundred male, twenty male goats, two hundred Two hundred ewes, ewes, and twenty lambs, thirty female camels and their young, forty cows and ten bulls, and twenty female donkeys and ten male donkeys. He put them in care of his servants, each herd by itself, and said to his servants, Go ahead of me and keep some space between the herds. He instructed the one with the lead. When my brother Esau meets you and asks, Who do you belong to, and where are you going, and who owns all these animals in front of you? Then you are to say, They belong to your servant Jacob. They are a gift sent to my lord Esau, and he is coming behind us. He has instructed the second and third of all the others who followed the herds. You are to say the same thing to Esau when you meet him, and be sure to say, your servant Jacob is coming behind us, for he thought, I was, I will pacify him with these gifts, and I will send him on ahead. Later, when I see him, perhaps he will receive me. So Jacob's gifts went on ahead of him, but he, but himself spent the night in his camp. Jacob wrestles with God. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives his two female servants, and his eleven sons, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent all over his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and the man 
wrestled him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jake's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled the man. Then the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And the man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans you have overcome. Jacob said, Please tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip, because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. Chapter 33 Jacob meets Esau. Jacob looked up, and there was Esau coming to his four hundred men. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and the two female servants. He put the female servants and their children in front, Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph in the rear. He himself went on ahead and bowed down to the ground seven times as he approached his brother. But Esau ran to meet Jacob and embraced him. He threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they wept. Then Esau looked up and saw the women and children. Who are these with you? he asked. Jacob answered, They are the children God has graciously given your servant. Then the female servants and the children approached and bowed down. Next, Leah and her children came and bowed down. Last of all came Joseph and Rachel, and they too bowed down. Esau asked, What's this meaning of all these flocks and herds I meet? To find favor in your eyes, my lord, he said. But Esau said, I already have plenty, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. No, please, said Jacob. If I have found favor in your eyes, accept the skip from me. For to see your face it is like seeing the face of God, now that you have received me favorably. Please accept the present that I ha- that was brought to you, for God has been gracious to me, and I have all I need. Because Jacob insisted, Esau accepted it. Then Esau said, Let us be on our way, I'll accompany you. But Jacob said to him, My Lord knows that the children are tender, and that I must care for the ewes and cows from nursing their young. If they are driven hard just one day, all the animals will die. So let my lord go on ahead in his servant, while I move along slowly at the pace of flocks and herds before me, and the pace of the children, until I come, my lord, and see her. Esau said, Then let me leave some of my men with you. But why do that? Jacob asked. Just let me find favor in the eyes of my lord. So that day, Esau started on his way back to Seir. Jacob, however, went to Sukkoth, where he built a place for himself and made shelters for his livestock. That is why the place is called Sukkoth. After Jacob came from Padan Aram, 
He arrived safely at the city of Shechem in Canaan and camped with himself in the city. For the hundred pieces of silver he bought from the sons of Hamor, the, the father of Shechem, the plot of ground where he pitched his tent. There he set up an altar and called El Elohe Israel. That is all for today. Next time we are going to read chapters 34 to 38. I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Good night.